With training camp quickly approaching, will a James Harden trade finally happen or will Sixer fans continue to be led with false hope? Also, do the Bulls have real interest in trading Zach Levine? We'll talk about why a swap with the Sixers would make way too much sense. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know the drill. Like, comment, subscribe. You know the vibe. We are back. Not a lot of coverage lately because, man, we are still in the dog days of the NBA. However, it is September. That will rapidly change. Right now, Sixer fans are hoping for the best, man. They were told to preach patience a couple months ago, but really nothing has happened yet. Could a hardened trade finally happen? Will some positive direction land with the franchise we will talk about it all i want to comment down below right now predict when and if james harden will be traded let me know your thoughts down below all right man let's jump into it so the latest on the sixers on james harden really the latest on the nba offseason is this right now nba analyst Dwayne carter expects james harden to be quote fully motivated next season aka lil wayne yes that's what they have going on on Undisputed right now. They've had Richard Sherman. They have Lil Wayne. That's what the national TV show and the TV shows are turning into right now. They got Lil Wayne giving the takes on James Harden. So take that for what it is. James Harden expected to be fully motivated next season. And here is what Daryl Morey had to say two months ago. I put this out on July 18th when I was live reacting and tweeting to Daryl Morey's radio interview with 97.5 when he talked about really what was going on with the entire thing, right? The James Harden request. This is before, by the way, he called him a liar. And for the people that have been reaching out to me saying, oh, this could be a leverage play. Going out publicly and calling your GM a liar, knowing you're being recorded is not a leverage play. That is an F you, I hate you, and I want to get back to you, and I don't care, even for myself, what the repercussions or consequences could be. So I just want to throw that out there, but Here's what Daryl Morey said on July 18th, and I quote, Right now, things are not looking perfect. At the end of the day, try not to focus on the roster too much in July. Also, Daryl Morey said, quote, there have, been a, there have not been a lot of opportunities to make things happen in July, but those opportunities will come later. He even said, you know, let's not focus on what the roster looks like in July, but more so in September. Well, guess what, Daryl? If I'm not mistaken, it is September. It is September. And the roster is still the same. You have not traded James Harden. You have not traded Tobias Harris. And you went out and you signed Pat Bev, Mo Bamba. You re-signed Montrezl Harrell, who's now out for the season with injury. And that's really where this offseason has been. And again, I've been saying all along, two things. One, the biggest mistake is not trading Tobias Harris. And I know people take that as a shot at Tobias. Oh, you're a Tobias hater. The fact of the matter is that filling a $40 million max slot with two value production players could be much more valuable and and assistant to this team in the long run and in terms of trying to win than having Tobias Harris go out there and be a third or fourth option, you know, putting up 17 and eight a game. Like, it just is not smart for a max slot. We know the contract situation at this point, but he is an expiring deal. He could help a lot of teams. He could be very beneficial with the new CBA, and you still have not traded him. To me, that is the number one mistake by Daryl Morey. And in addition to that, I I just still don't understand this clear mindset of one foot in, one foot out. To me, that's what it is, right? They talk about cap space and future flexibility, and they're not 
you know, extending Tyrese because they're going to open a max slot next year. But then they talk about wanting to win right now. And we're not going to trade James Harden until we get the guy back that we want to compete. And we brought in Nick Nurse, a championship coach. And it just seems like there's a lot of curveballs. and There's just a lot of holes in this mentality. They need to decide what they're going to do, right? They're keeping Joel Embiid. They brought in Nick Nurse. They got to go all in. And right now, it just doesn't show. It just does not show. And uh, man, is a James Harden trade going to happen? I think it has to. I mean, I said the other day, no superstar has gone through more in their career than Joel Embiid. I, and I know he's got flaws. He has to play better. He has to be healthier in the playoffs. But all this drama, now he's going to go through another disgruntled superstar in training camp who's going to come in. And it's like part of me wants James Harden to come back because there's no really better options out there right now. But then it's like putting a reactionary chemical in a pot filled with reactionary chemicals that don't align and it's going to blow up, right? You can't bring James Harden back. Sure, some of the players might like him, but, you know, how is he going to earn the trust back of the teammates, the organization, and most importantly, the fans? The fans are going to like James Harden after the stuff that he's pulled. It's just is a really toxic situation. And again, Harden handled it very immaturely. And whatever happened behind the scenes, you know, Daryl Morey pissed him off. And, you know, it just, there doesn't seem to be a clear solution. And it's really sad for Joel Embiid, who's going to be 30 years old, right smack in the middle of his prime, and he's got to continue to deal with this stuff. And man, I mean, everybody's sitting on their hands. It's been quiet. Who knows what's going to happen next? So that's where we're at. But one clear way that this can be fixed immediately right now, and I mentioned this earlier this offseason, we kind of lost some traction of it after the reports went away, but it's Zach Levine, ladies and gentlemen. It is Zach Levine. Here is what his teammate, who signed an extension about a month ago, said the other day about the Chicago Bulls. He says this could be the last dance. First off, why is he using that terminology, right? Who does he think he is? But anyway, Vucevic said it could be the last dance with the core. Quote, we know we can do better, and we have to do better, and we know it's kind of our last chance as this core of guys to do something. Now, uh, this was mentioned earlier this offseason, but somebody kind of brought it up the other day about the Chicago Bulls not really making a big move this offseason, but here is essentially the gist of what they did, right? And listen to this. Jake Fisher mentioned, he mentioned this a couple months ago, that the Bulls, quote, took the temperature of Zach Levine interest in the market, right? They were potentially looking to move Zach Levine. And what did the Bulls go out and do? They extended Vucevic. They re-signed Kobe White. They re-signed Io DeSumo, And they added Javon Carter to a team that already has Alex Caruso. And they added Tory Craig. Now, it does not take a genius for anybody to tell you this. This core, this team is not good enough to win the championship, right? They got some good players. These are good role players. They're scrappy guys. But in my personal opinion, and really, it's just the consensus. Like, are the Bulls a championship team? Are they a favorite? No, not at all. I don't see them being able to beat a team with two, three stars on the team. And it, it's, you know, it, it's at a point where... The Bulls have to reflect, right? And some of it's not really their fault. Now, if they had a Lonzo Ball, an all-star Lonzo Ball, maybe things could be different. He's going to be out another season. And what else is going on with Chicago? DeMar DeRozan is coming up on a contract year. He's 34 years old. And then they have Zach Levine, who is under contract for a couple more years. Here's Zach Levine's contract, $40 million this upcoming year. He's got two more years and then a player option. So let's say three years, right? Does Zach Levine, who is in the middle of his prime, want to go through another rebuild? The answer is going to be no. And I see what, what's happening with the Bulls here 
And I'm trying to tell them, like, look, man, look just one year into the future. It's almost like how the Sixers are not really projecting themselves forward. Like, you're going to have to eventually turn it around and try to find a way to get better and build for the future. I just don't see the Bulls right now at this peak being able to compete for a championship, right? DeRozan's really good, but does he align with Zach Levine? It never really made sense. The fans kind of want Levine out, and then they kind of want him in, and he's been involved in trade talks multiple times over the last couple of years. So especially with, with uh, Lonzo's injury, I just don't see the Bulls being able to compete, right? And they have a couple good role players, and what could the Sixers give the Bulls, right? If they trade James Harden, let's say, for Zach Levine, you throw in other pieces, right? Maybe the Sixers throw in a couple young pieces, a Jaden Springer. Maybe they throw in DeAnthony Melton. Maybe they throw in a pick in whatever year it is, right? 20, 28, 29, 30, whatever. But most importantly, trading James Harden to the Bulls would help the Bulls right now. And here is why, ladies and gentlemen, because if James Harden ends up expiring after this year, and the Bulls, say, go south, right, and they decide to move on from DeMar DeRozan, they could open up a lot of cap space from James Harden and DeMar DeRozan. They could have young assets, they could have future assets, and they could clear up a ton of cap space if they decide, okay, this core is not winning anything. I still am very confused by their offseason trajectory, and I just don't see it working out for them, right? They could eventually get off the Lonzo Ball contract, and they could kind of start that retool rebuild Meanwhile, what does this do for the Sixers? You add Zach Levine in the middle of his prime to Joel Embiid in the middle of his prime with Tyrese Maxey. I know people have questions, but let me tell you, man, Zach Levine would be the best guy playing on and off the ball next to those two right now in terms of the possibilities out there. There's nobody else available. I think this trade honestly makes sense for both teams. I really do. People look at it and say, how does Harden make the Bulls better right now? It's not about making them better right now. They have hit their peak with their core, and I don't see them being able to get better. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe DeRozan signs, and he says, I want to be here for the rest of my career. I don't really care about winning a championship. At that point, okay, you're right. But Zach Levine being on a couple more years of the deal, bringing him to Philadelphia, right? Everybody talks about, oh, they want a max contract guy next year. How about right now? Here's the guy. Here's Zach Levine. Go get him. Go get him. It makes perfect sense. Bring a wing in next to Maxi, Joel Embiid, a guy who can shoot 40% plus from deep, a guy who can play on and off the ball, pretty good off-ball defender, has athleticism, all that in the third. It makes perfect sense. I think this is the deal to get done. Give me all of yours down below in the comment section. Would you trade for Zach Levine if you are the Philadelphia 76ers? Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And with that being said, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.